0: Dog's the Sunshine Cereal, presents...
1: The Adventures of Superman! Today, Clark Kent and Lois Lane encounter more mystery, which indicates that young Bucky Taylor may have been the victim of dark international intrigue.
0: Tang, this is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, how's that new collection coming along? It's an exciting one, believe you me, so don't any of you boys and girls miss up on this wonderful fun. Now, now I'm going to tell you girls first how to get started on yours, but you fellows stick around, and in a few minutes I'll get to you. Now, for you girls, Kellogg's Pep has a shiny silver-like charm bracelet, a keen-looking bracelet, and 12 nifty charms to go with it. Isn't that swell? And now, here's how you get it. You got a pencil and paper handy? For the bracelet only, you send one box top from super delicious pep and ten cents, that's a dime in cash, to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's just for the bracelet, but of course you'll want those bright, shiny charms to go with it. And there are twelve to choose from. A nifty, small-scale model of a trolley car and a piano, a cuckoo clock, a locomotive, a violin, and a telephone, among others. And in the package with your first order, well, you'll find a printed slip with names and pictures of all the twelve charms. Bet you when you see them, you'll want to keep ordering until your collection is complete. Now, here's how to get started on your charm collection. For each of the charms, send one pep box stop and one dime, plus the names of the charms you want to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's one dime and one pep box stop for each of the charms, and one dime and one pep box stop for the charm bracelet. Just remember, print your name and address clearly on all your orders and mail them to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. And, fellas, in just a few minutes, I'm going to give you the dope on what Kellogg's Pep has for you.
1: And now, the adventures of Superman. Deep mystery tinged with international intrigue shrouds the disappearance of a young war orphan named Bucky Taylor, son of a Daily Planet correspondent, who was murdered by Nazi spies just before the war's end, Bucky became the charge of editor Perry White. And after arranging for the boy's passage back to America, White revealed the secret clouding his correspondent's death when he told Clark Kent and Lois Lane... Hobie Taylor, Bucky's father, had just finished gathering the facts for a story of world-shaking importance when he was murdered. But Hobie was too smart to be stopped that way. And my hunch is that his boy, Bucky, is in possession of a clue that'll lead us to Hobie's story. Bucky's ship was due to arrive. White sent Kent and Lois to meet the boy. But when they arrived at the dock, Bucky was not among the disembarking passengers. Alarmed, they went directly to the captain's cabin aboard the liner, where we find them now, talking to the skipper, who, in reply to Kent's query, solemnly says, I'm sorry to report, Mr. Kent, that young Bucky Taylor is not aboard this vessel. How is that possible, Captain Barker? His name's on the passenger list. Yes, I know, but...
2: Don't tell us he got off the ship before you came through customs. Oh, no, no, no. no.
1: What did happen, Captain? Well... Prepare for a shock.
2: For heaven's sake, what is it?
1: Easy, Lois. Go on, Captain. Well, I, uh, I don't quite know how to say this, but...
2: Bucky died at sea.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that, Miss Lee. Well, then where in heaven's name is he? What's happened to him? That's it, Mr. Kent. I don't know. What? You don't know. Exactly. I don't know where he is. Nor do I know what's happened to the lad.
2: But that's impossible. Nevertheless,
1: it's the truth. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's get this thing straightened out. Was Bucky Taylor booked on this ship, Captain Barker? Yes, he was.
2: Then where is he now? Please,
1: Lois, let me get these questions answered, and maybe we'll know what's going on.
2: Okay, Clark, but the answers had better be pretty good, or the chief will make an international incident out of this.
1: My dear friends, I assure you there's no. <sighs> Forget that, for it. Captain Barker. Let's get back to the mystery of Bucky Taylor's disappearance. You say he was booked for passage on this ship. Now. Did he or did he not board this vessel before you sailed from Plymouth? Yes, he did. Good grief. Bucky did board your ship, and yet he's not aboard. All right, when did he disembark? I don't know. Oh, now, this is too much. Lois, please. Now, tell me this, Captain Barker. When did you first discover he wasn't aboard? Our first night out. First night? Yes. You see, I was advised of the boy's identity and of the fact that he was the charge of your editor, Mr. Perry White. So I arranged for the boy to be seated at my table. I see. Naturally, I thought nothing of it when he failed to appear for lunch. The excitement of sailing might have been too much for him. But when he wasn't present at dinner, I became alarmed and sent a steward to look after him. And then you learned he was missing? Yes. That is, I learned he wasn't in his cabin. I ordered an immediate and thorough search of the ship. Every nook and corner of this vessel was gone into by all hands. But no trace of the lad could be found anywhere.
2: Good heavens! Is it possible that he could have... could, could have gone overboard?
1: No, 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 no. That's quite impossible without his being spotted by one or more of the deckhands on watch. Well, then, as I see it, there's only one explanation left. What's that, Clark? That uh, somehow, for some unknown reason, Bucky left the ship before it sailed from Plymouth. That, Mr. Kent, is quite possible, and I might add the only reasonable answer.
0: But
2: why? Why would he board the ship to sail for home, uh, for America, and then suddenly leave the ship before it sails?
1: Well, that I don't know. Nor do I. It just doesn't make any sense. Unless, unless he was forced to do that, forced.
2: But by whom
1: and for what reason? You remember what the chief told us, Lois, about Bucky's father? Oh, you mean that? Uh, head... I don't know, Lois. I'm just guessing. So skip it, at least right now. Uh, uh, tell me, Captain. Uh, did you advise your home office of the boy's disappearance? Indeed, I did. I radioed the London office at once. They instituted an immediate investigation in Plymouth, our port of embarkation. And nothing. They could find absolutely no trace of the boy.
2: Oh, Clark, now this gets
1: worse all the time. Yes, and it looks more and more like what I hope it isn't. I don't quite follow you, Mr. Kent. Oh, forget it, please.
0: Uh, I suppose there's nothing more we
1: can do right now except report this to the chief. Your editor, Perry White?
2: Yes, poor guy. How he's been building himself up to seeing that kid.
1: Mm. Yes, I understand. By the way, I suppose you'll want to take the boy's luggage with you. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Well, there isn't much of it, just one police and an old typewriter. Oh, his father's, I guess. Yes, it must be. Fattered old portable. Mm-hmm. I'll have a steward get it out of the boys' cabin. Oh, wait a minute. It, it's still in the cabin assigned to Bucky? Why, yes. I had the door locked as soon as we learned of his disappearance. Oh, well, uh, if you don't mind, Captain, I'd like to have a look in there.
2: What, four o'clock?
1: Oh, I don't know. Just curious. How about it, Captain? Would that be too much trouble? No trouble at all. I have the key here in my desk. I'll be glad to take you there. Fine. Let's go. <laughs> I said this door's been locked since the boy disappeared. oh well, The cabin will probably not appear very fresh. Worse than that, I'm afraid. I beg your pardon. What do you
2: mean, Carl?
1: Oh, uh, you'll see, Lois. Go on, Captain. Open the door. Very well. Ah, by Joe. You see? Someone's been in here. That is an understatement.
2: Why, it looks like a tornado was swept
1: through. I, uh, I can't understand this. Pretty clear to me. Someone's gone through this cabin and everything in it with a fine-tooth comb. And
2: didn't miss a trick, either. Look, pillows torn apart and the mattress is ripped open. The bureau
1: drawers are all pulled look out. Look at that suitcase. Every inch of lining has been pulled out of the inside of it. But, but who? Why? Obviously, somebody was looking for something he expected to find in Bucky's luggage. And ripped everything but the paper off the wall. Yeah, everything but the typewriter. Look, it's open. Well, what do you suppose whomever it was was trying to find?
2: Clark. Do you think it could have been the same? Uh, maybe
1: yes, then again maybe no. Captain Barker, I uh, I think you should report this to the police at once. You're no, quite right, Mister. And while you're doing that, Miss Lane and I will collect Young Taylor's effects and pack them as best we can for transportation to Mister White. Very good. I'll join you in a moment. Thank you, Captain. Quick, Lois, close the door. Please do as I say. Close the door.
2: There. Now, why all the hush-hush? Have
1: you forgotten the importance of the story Bucky's father was working on when he was murdered by Nazi spies? Good heavens. Do you think that... Yes. But they didn't get what they were looking for. How do you know? Because Hobie, who probably anticipated something like this, hid it too well. Look. See that thin outline on a a square on the rubber roller of this typewriter? Yes. Now, watch what happens when I pry it up with my penknife. Like this. There, you see?
2: Well, I'll be darned. Well, there's a folded piece of paper under
1: it. Right. And unless I miss my guess, Lois, that piece of paper is a clue that will lead us to Hobie's story. And, I hope, to whomever is holding young Bucky. What is the message written on the piece of paper that was so cleverly concealed in the typewriter roller? Is it what Clark Kent expects it to be? We'll know in a moment when we return to the exciting climax of today's
0: episode. So stand by. Okay, fellows, this is it. Here's where I can tell you about the swell new collection you can start. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, has a super-duper keychain for you. A big silver-like E-Man chain that you'll be proud to wear. And there were 12 nifty lucky pieces you can attach to the chain. That's a collection that you want to get started on right away. So uh, get yourself a pencil and paper. There's a lot to this offer. First off, you'll all want the keychain. Now, for the keychain only, send one box stop from Super Delicious Pep and 15 cents, that's a dime and a nickel, to Superman Department 1R Battle Creek, Michigan. That's for the keychain only. And you'll want the lucky pieces, of course. And there are 12 all bright and shiny small-scale models of a football, binoculars, a skull and crossbones, a skate, a locomotive, and a trolley car, among others. And they're all nifties. Now, you see, this is a Get Acquainted offer, and with your first order, you'll get a printed slip with the names and pictures of all the 12 lucky pieces on it. And you'll want to keep ordering them until your collection is complete. Now, here's how to start on your lucky uh, piece collection. For each lucky piece, you send one pep box top and one dime, plus the names of the lucky pieces you want, to Superman Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's one dime and one pep box up for each of the lucky pieces, and for the keychain, 15 cents, that's a dime and a nickel, and one pep box top. And be sure to print your name and address plainly on your order. And mail your letters to Superman Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan.
1: As we continue now, Clark Kent has removed the slip of paper from its hiding place in the typewriter. It is unfolding it as Lois Lane, her eyes wide with wonder, blurts out...
2: Clark Kent, how in the world did you know that that paper was stuck where you found
1: it? Uh, why, I... Certainly no uh, one could
2: see it without, without... without X-ray vision. Oh, now, look, Lois... Now that I... reminds me... You indicated that you knew the condition of this cabin before Captain Barker even opened that door. I I did? Yes, you did?
1: I was just guessing, I guess. Uh... I
2: don't know about that, Clark. It seems to me Oh, now, look here, Lois.
1: That's not important right now. Are you or are you not interested in the contents of this piece of paper?
2: Well, yes. uh, uh, Of course I am. All right, then
1: let's open it and see what it says.
2: Well, all right. But I'll come back to this some other time. Hmm. Well... What does it say?
1: Nothing much, just a name and an address.
2: Name and address? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Philippe 25 Rue Frontenac.
2: Rue Frontenac? Yes. Why, it sounds as if it must be Paris.
1: Sure, any other city in France.
2: Or in Quebec, Canada, for that matter, or Belgium.
1: Canada's ruled out. It must be in Europe because that's where Hobie was working. Well, my guess is this place is somewhere in France.
2: Even at that, it isn't much of a clue. France is a big country, you know. Lots of territory to cover.
1: I can cover it pretty fast, though. You can what? Uh, n- n- never mind. Come on, Lois. Let's get out of here. But,
2: Clark, aren't you getting into the taxi with me? No,
1: Lois. You zip back to the planet and report the story of Bucky's disappearance to the chief.
2: And what, may I ask, are you going to do? Take a trip to France, maybe, to track down
1: that clue? Could be, Lois. Could be. What? Now, look here, Clark. Daily Planet Driver. and Make it fast. <laughs> A taxi bearing Lois Lane drives off. Clark Kent ducks into a narrow space between two buildings. There he quickly rips off his street clothes and stands revealed as Superman. Now for a quick trip to France to find this mysterious Philippe at 25 Rue Frontenac. And I hope I'm not too late to find young Bucky Taylor. Up! Up! And away! <laughs> Zooming up into a cloudless blue sky, Superman takes a bearing from the sun. Then, veering sharply, rockets eastward across the Atlantic. Will the Man of Steel be successful in locating the mysterious Philippe mentioned on the paper, so cleverly hidden by the murdered foreign correspondent? And if so, will he then be able to find the young orphan, Bucky Taylor, before the forces that took his father's life do away with him, too? There is much mystery and intrigue woven into the thrilling episodes that follow in this new and exciting story, gang. So don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow
0: Same time, same station And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep
1: For excitement, the adventures of Superman
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature Appearing in Superman DC comic magazines And is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time By Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal